1: 16, Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. You ready to do it, Daddy? You
2: damn right.
1: Well, then let's get it done. Okay, so normally when we come up with a show, we always say what made us come up with this show. And the show we're doing today is um, Supernatural or Strange Experiences. Now, what does supernatural actually mean? Like, what is
2: that? What does it mean? It says adjective or relating to or being above or beyond what is natural unexplainable by natural law phenomenal phenomena rather and or abnormal
1: how many of us believe in the supernatural because I think everybody's experienced something that's a little abnormal or unexplainable but maybe too afraid or embarrassed to say it out loud because people might think they're crazy
2: mm. And It says, of, pertaining to, characteristic of, or attribute to God or a deity, of, relating to, or attribute to ghosts, goblins, or other unearthly beings, eerie, occult.
1: So you're going to read it like that? I was trying to add a little okay. drama to it. All Damn. right. Okay, then. Rhapsody All right, dramatic. then. Okay. So this is how we, we came up with the conversation. We were actually talking about um, the beginning of my career. Right, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the beginning of my career, and just how certain things were happening, and I was covered, and it's just unexplainable. Because one night, I was doing uh, um, hosting a show for Samoa, and this was way back. This was maybe in the early '90s, mid '90s. Like this was, we were babies in the game, and she was actually going out to um, host a male strip show. For this guy named Kevin, right? And it was going on the road. And she had to do this hosting gig in Atlanta. So she called me and said, Monique, would you mind doing the gig for me? No problem. I think it was maybe like $50 or $75. No problem. So I get there to do this gig, right? And I'm hosting. (laughs) And it is a talent show. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't know it was a talent show. I don't think she knew either. I think she just thought she was going to host a gig, Right. So you know what talent shows are. They all damn night long, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. Now you got about 59 people on this show. Yeah. Okay, so I'm hosting. Make a long story short, the show is done, all the people are gone, and I'm just waiting for my money,
2: Gotta okay? Got to get it, got to
1: get it. I need that 50 or $75, yeah. whatever it yeah. is, I need that. So I'm standing there waiting. So after about maybe a good about 20 minutes, 30 minutes, I said, you know, brother, I need to get out of here. So he was like, "You can, <laughs> you can go." <laughs> like, I said, I, I need my money." Right. He was like, "Oh no, no, this wasn't a paying gig. You was auditioning. Mm-mm. I was auditioning for what?" <laughs> I tell you what, somebody should call nine one one right now because shit is gonna get bad in here. Y'all gonna have to give me my money now. Keep in mind, I'm by myself. Okay, all alone. These are two guys. Okay, I don't wanna assume they was nothing. But let's just say, okay, they were something. Then they standing there, they ain't bucking and I ain't bucking. We both standing there like, what you going to do? There's this man sitting in the corner of that club. He walks over and says, "Monica, you okay? I said, I'm good, brother. Them guys got my little bit of money. They gave it to me. Me and that guy walked out of that club together. When I want to turn around to say thank you so much, there was no one there. Bam. There was not no there was no one there there was no guy there there was no he wasn't walking to the parking lot he wasn't he didn't duck behind no building there was no one there absolutely no one
2: well who was it daddy who was it I don't know, but it seemed a little bit like a some could say supernatural or a strange experience. Well, you blacked out and he just ran to the car. All no, time. no, 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 no,
1: <laughs> baby. I'm going to tell you, he didn't black out. I didn't black out. It, it was so crazy because almost when this guy got up, those guys took a, like, they. it was a calm that came in. He was like, Monique, you okay? I'm like, yeah, brother, I'm good. Mm-hmm. He didn't say anything to them. Mm-hmm. They politely got my money. Like, shit is getting ready to get different in here because, we don't know where he came from either. Like no one knew where this cat came from. We
2: got outside, and don't nobody need to be dying over seventy-five to a hundred dollars. But Daddy, right? Oh, but see, here, here's the thing. This is insight, folks. And This is what y'all got to listen to. This is what y'all got to hear. This is insight as to why, when you hear about this young lady, you gotta say it. Being the word difficult. See. What happens is, let's just take that world that you just heard about of an individual who owes her. And she's standing there looking at him because she's by herself with her fist balled up like, y'all better give me my money because y'all trying to take advantage of me. Mm -hmm. What happens is, in the world that we live in, repetition brings on retention. This is just Mm -hmm. some side shit that we just talking about right here. Repetition brings on retention. So when you get to the world of Hollywood, and then there are people who are big-time managers, agents, and the whole nine, and they tell you that the the guys you used to dealing with, the alleged, I'm doing the quote sign, the dope boys that's throwing uh, comedy shows and promoters and stuff that'll pay you in fives and tens and twenties. No, Quarters. Quarters. They pay you thousands in <laughs> fives, tens, twenties. And
0: quarters.
2: (laughs) But they looked at as the D promoters. Then you go to Hollywood and you deal with the A promoters, but they're check bouncers, okay? Oh. oh, oh. Okay. Now, now that's when shit No. See? But what happens is... That's when shit gets shut down. So what happens is when you experience situations where (laughs) reminiscent to when you first got started, where you by yourself, but now it's Hollywood and cats got on white shirts that cost $120... Okay, and they got $300 ties on Mm -mm. and they trying to run the game on you and you used to, see, you don't have to go into the service to have uh, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. You get to blinking and clicking based upon some past shit that happened in your life and then you say, listen, I can't let you take advantage of me (laughs) because guess what? It ain't going to always be a situation where a stranger comes from the back. And ask you, are you all right? And then walk you out with yours. So I just had to slide that in there. Because sometimes we had conversations where it's like, yeah, she'll kick up some dust. But it's only after somebody then came and tried to kick some dust up on her.
3: Yeah.
2: And you don't get that opportunity to have, you know, Space Angel or whoever (laughs) show up and help your ass out. But it's real, though.
1: It is real. And and you know what? I Even in that moment, I wasn't even considering the fact that I'm standing here with two big men. I wasn't even cons- I, 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 it didn't even cross my mind that they could have beat me up, down, cut me up, put me in the back and, to never be seen again because there were no cell phones then. There was none of that, so they could have. But all was in my mind was y'all got my goddamn money, y'all got my money, and I'm going to get my money, baby. Yes. I'm brace brashy. <laughs> I'm getting ready to start breaking this shit up on the bar, and then the nerve of me to say y'all better call nine one one
2: because shit's getting ready to get different. Different, but that was a cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> it was really a cry for help.
1: Somebody help me. Somebody help me
2: Ugh. and. The individual in the back recognized that 911, that was the bat time for his ass to say, Listen, no. she needs a friend. Because this is during the time when you had a fourth festival with AM radio. Okay. There was no GPS. No, no. GPS stood for get paper shit. Because you're going to have to write the directions down. <laughs> And ain't nobody telling you about no the, how to get there. You got to stop off and have change to put money oh. into the phone. That's the time it was. But you stepping the two cats, talking about. It's
3: was
1: everything. Listen. Look. Now. Listen. I understand. I remember one time, baby, you talking about $75. No, no. And peep it.
2: Angel, Angel protect, protect you because they know. know who you're going to be. Yeah. Monique oh. still got it. Yeah. Well. Oh. Wow. Well. Hey, you know, you know. I got to take my face off the camera. Don't do it. Mm. Don't do it. You
1: know, I think they say that
2: uh, the universe
1: protects babies and fools. And I think a lot of times I've been a goddamn fool because
2: I didn't even... (laughs) Me, you
0: gonna
2: stop? This again. <laughs> Man, Man, and go just heard, only Monique can get away with this type <laughs> of shit. Let me I tell you, know. but it's true. It's true. Listen, I don't know
1: yes. why. I don't know, and 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 I think too. I think too. Even when we go back to what Sheila E was saying, mm-hmm. when you go through that as a child, it's you.
2: You. You. It's such a you talking in your head. Elaborate.
1: Sheila a e., when she was doing her unsung and she was saying that as a child she was molested mm-hmm. and it really molded her into to who she became as a person which was very guarded and 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 if she felt like somebody was trying to take something from her, mm-hmm. it was great to be bad well I can relate to that mm-hmm. you know it's it's so I don't think it's just pulled out the air right it's always been if you trying to what you just say? And I don't get, I, I didn't care if I knew you had a gun. I didn't care if it was, it was, I didn't even think about it. In that moment, all I could think about was, you're trying to do some slick shit. And I'm never going to let anybody do yeah. no slick shit to me. I don't care who's around. I don't care who it is. So, you know, I, I think that with the supernatural, they probably say, listen. She thinks somebody trying to do some slick shit. To all her. the time. So, is. <laughs> no. The <Jesus>. Sometimes. It happens. Once in a while. Okay. <laughs> But they gotta be right there. They gotta be right there. So I really believe in, in I don't know to call it the supernatural, but I believe in that, in that what we
2: can't see. Right, and not just to protect you, but protect others as well from you, no. because you meant what you said. It was gonna be a problem. You were going to find something and a way to get it back. You was gonna get your money that night. You was gonna get it. Okay. And the angels or the whoever tell you. My little story is a little different. But it's inclusive of you. Unbeknownst to me, from years ago, there was a place in Baltimore, Maryland, called the Palmer House. And a friend of mine told me, she said, hey, you should go over to the Palmer House. They read tarot cards. And I'm like, what? I'm like, they're gassing you. They're taking your money. She's like, look, I'm telling you, they said some stuff to me that I... I didn't tell anybody, but they told me, so I know you need to go over there and check it out. So I go over there, and this this lady, she reads my cards, and she says to me, she says a lot, but the the, the, the crooks of what she said was, you need to go out to California, and you're going to marry your best friend. And she says, you're going to have a little uh, success initially, it's going to be some tough times, but then you're going to be taken in through the back door in a different kind of way, and your dreams will come true beyond your wildest belief. You'll have three children. she said you're going to have two boys, and you're going to have one girl. <laughs> well, we know what we got, right?
1: We know what we got.
2: So <laughs> it's one of those things that to see – this manifests because I'm thinking when she's saying that, well, I'm going to meet some woman out in California that's going to be my best friend because my best friend is Monique, and I know I ain't marrying her ass (laughs) because that's my girl, you know. So I don't know who she was talking about as I sit here next to Monique, my best friend, and as we sit here saying and having these conversations – you, you say, is that real? How could somebody predict that? All of those things with all of those specifics, what is that?
1: What is that? And do we let go and let it happen? Or do we get afraid of it and run away from it? You know?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Supernatural. Um, women. What this baby say, not satanic. There are all kinds of people with all kinds of abilities, all God-given. You know, <clears throat> I believe that. We all have these special abilities, but can be too afraid to tap into them. You know, like with the, the sister, the Long Island medium, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to meet her. I'm, I'm going to uh, meet her, y'all, next, next week. And I'm really excited to meet her because when I watch the program, what I dig about it is she ain't trying to sell herself. Right. She like, listen, this just what the shit is. Now, if you believe it, believe it. If not, goddamn it, then you don't.
2: But somebody come to me telling me that you need to get that damn key out of your bottom drawer because that's not going to be representative to them. You're going to have to have the love in your heart to let it go. Now, that don't mean shit to nobody else but them. Right. How the hell you know I got a key down in the bottom of the drawer that's representative of Uncle Haywood?
1: Well, okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> Why you got to give him
1: them- I got to give him something. <laughs> right. Like, okay, so I'm so open to it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, how much of it is seen? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I know that there have been times that my grandmother has been with me, Mimi. Mm-hmm. I know it has been. Because I can remember being backstage the night of the Golden Globes. And my grandmother had a very distinct smell. Like, she she just had this smell about it. It was like a fresh smell about it. Like like a grandma smell. Mm -hmm. But only she had it. Mm -hmm. So that night, it was me, John, and Lena. And we were hitting backstage to go do press. And I stopped and I said, my grandmother's here. I can smell her. Like, I could just smell her. So in talking to this woman, Teresa, the medium, Mm -hmm. I won't be surprised if she says, your grandmother is with you. Mm -hmm. But what I want to ask her is, is she with me all the time? Because there are some things... You
2: don't want Grandma to be I don't want
1: her to be a part of... It, right. Like, there are some things... I want to say, Mimi, if you are looking at this, take your ass on. Like, right. go, be don't be a part don't of this. this. So, so those are the questions that I have. It's like, what are they doing? Like, what are they doing right now? Mm-hmm.
2: And someone said, I'm sorry, but I don't believe in any of it. Wow. And what we say is, that's fair. Because... We've seen things that after we saw them, it was difficult to believe. Yes. So if you've never seen it indoor, or experienced it, how could you sometimes buy into it? Because, again, everyone speaks about faith. But when you are approached with something that you've never seen before and it's inexplicable, you begin to say, hey, I can ignore it. Or I can pay attention to it, especially when you diagnose the fact that our perspective is ever-changing and limited. Because as we look at the sky and we point towards the stars, we'll say, where are the stars located? In space, someone will ask you, where are you located? On the ground. But then someone will say, but from the moon, you're located on Earth. And from Earth, or rather from the moon, Earth looks like it's where?
1: In space
2: in space, so though we are standing on the ground, we are still in space, so when you are in an in a world where you can't explain how you got here we're we're coexisting with things that are you know at one time no one believed in atoms that atoms existed until there was the splitting of the atom there was a an electronic microscope strong enough to see it. But it was existing. So it's one of those things that to not believe that they're things that are interacting with us while we're here, it, it's understandable because it's scary to think about that until you're faced with that. Uh, I remember, and, and for myself, I mean, I've had experiences throughout my life, but the weirdest stuff started to happen when her and I got married. <clears throat> And like I said, I've said before, people should really, just for fun, take a look at your video cameras at home of the surveillance and just look at it sometimes because you'll be surprised what you see floating through, Mm-mm. standing there, going through walls and the like, and you'll say, I can't believe it, but you're looking right at it. It's your shit. Wow. You couldn't have we done anything it. to Exactly. Um so okay. <laughs> <laughs> shit now, you what know, really going
1: oh but, 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 I, but I think too, because especially for us as black people, yeah. Yeah. we've been so conditioned, like you don't talk about that kind of no. shit. No, People going to think you crazy. Like, yeah. Don't you say it until we did start witnessing it until we did start. And I can remember though, when I was about 18, 19, and this is when Shelly and Pudgy were ready to get married, right? And I had started experiencing, you ever be, you, you're going to sleep, but you're not asleep yet, mm-hmm. and you can feel something holding you, and you're trying to scream, but you can't scream, mm-hmm. and when you come up out of it, you go, ah! right? And you know, and I kept experiencing it, and I'm like, what is that? I, it would feel like someone was either pushing my back or holding my arms, and I was like, oh, my God, it was so scary, and then after I began to experience that, Pudgy and I had talked about it, right? Mm-hmm. And he comes from a very religious family. And he said, mm-hmm. well, that means that's the devil riding your back, mm-hmm. okay? Now, I don't come from a very religious family, right? So <laughs> I'm just like, Wait a minute. what? Okay, whatever. <laughs> well, about a week or so later, <laughs> oh. Pudgy dies, oh. okay? So now I'm like, well, shit, it d- I, what does that mean? Because we talked about this, and he said it's the devil rotting your back. And my brother Steve bought a Bible over one night because mm-hmm. it was getting really bad. Mm-hmm. Now I know his ass ain't never open. I don't know. I don't know where he got it from. Right. I don't know where. I don't know where right. he got this right. Bible. Now from. Now you're talking
2: about the Bible like it's crack cocaine. Like where did he get this from? <laughs> I don't know. Who got crack cocaine? Who gave it to him? This Bible. Who did this it? To him. To yeah. my
1: brother. Right. And he said. Put this Bible right here Why and just see? keep it there. No, she said, just keep it there mm. and it won't happen no more. Now, I don't know to give that to the Bible, mm-hmm. but it did not happen anymore. Wow. It, it didn't happen no more. Now, I know he didn't open it and I didn't open it, but I think because I believed in my brother so much.
3: Yeah.
2: How about I just came up with that? I just thought about that. Hey, that's how it happens sometimes. Called an epiphany.
3: Yeah, ain't that a damn shame? Yeah, mm-hmm. I believed in my brother so much yeah. that shit went away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I believe that I I'm, I told myself I was gonna bring a pad and a pencil every time I sit in here because this stuff is good. <laughs> like <laughs> this stuff, no, this stuff is good because I didn't know the title today, and I don't think about the I don't think about it at, that much. Mm-hmm. But as you're talking about it. And I'm going through my life to to just see if I had these encounters. I've had people to come along. I didn't know them. They were strangers. Right. That would just come along. I don't know who they were, but but I was easy with them. I Mm -hmm. felt good with them. And I remember when I was just leaving the salon, and I, I was at a point, it was a point of change. And this lady kept coming through, and she kept just, but no one would be in there. And she would come through and drop something. And I would, the first time I was just like, Do you want a service? Like, what? And, but she kept coming through, never got a service. Mm-hmm. But she would just drop something. And until it got to a point where I would just listen. And I was like, This lady is on to something. Mm-hmm. After she was done, another one came through. And then this woman gave me a story of her husband and, and, the, and how she had to make him change, you know, his position. And, you know, sometimes you got to do something radical and you got to do something, you know, really, you know, that that your life is ready to be changed. But you got to be radical about it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, but that was just one incident. And this lady came in and she and it was on her heart so heavy. She was like, leave. And mm-hmm. I was like, what is wrong with you? But she was like, you need to leave here. And I, and it was she was so passionate about it, but I think she was setting me up for that opportunity that was getting ready to come for me to make that decision to leave mm-hmm. and so when that when that opportunity came i I went on and made that choice to say, "Okay, you know, let's go. my daughter want to be this, I want to go and support her, mm-hmm. not knowing mm-hmm. that because of that one decision, it would put me in another position, mm-hmm. and that will encounter me to. Right here. hmm hmm But, but this was, this is so such an epiphany that we're talking about this because we just had a conversation, and I kept telling you, I said, these people randomly keep coming up to me just out of nowhere. But they're not out of nowhere. They're,
1: they're purposeful.
3: Yes. They're purposeful. And know? but this, this conversation is bringing on an epiphany because now I'm saying, well, it's a reason why these people is coming.
2: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech,
0: entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I mean, and, and sometimes it doesn't make sense. It don't. Like, I remember when we were in Chicago.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And talk about supernatural shit, man. We're in Chicago, and <clears throat> Isaiah Washington. Mm-hmm had told us about Ida B.
3: Wells,
1: mm-hmm. right? Oh, that was amazing. And I get the book, and, I'm, oh I'm, and I am and I want to find yes. out about this woman because I knew very little, very little mm-hmm. did I know. And I want to find out about this woman, and I want to know. And all, and then come and find out her house is still standing in Chicago. That
3: was
1: amazing. So I say, Robin, we, we got to go to her home. Yeah. She said, Monique, her <laughs> home is not a museum. <laughs> Everybody
3: laughed. People,
1: mm-hmm. people still live there. Right.
3: Yeah.
1: I was like, I know, but. I got. We got to go. Like, I need, I need to go in there. And we all went in there. And that spirit was so crazy, Robin had to leave out. Like, yeah. she was like, I got to go out.
3: It mm-hmm. was amazing.
1: Some of the furniture was still there. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the things were still there. Well, that night, at the hotel, I'm in the bed. Mm-hmm. I'm in between... Going to sleep and you still conscious, but you right there. Mm-hmm. And damn if I don't see this figure standing in my room. Now I'm screaming. Robin. 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 Like <laughs> she said she didn't hear nothing. But then after I screamed, because it, it, it startled me at first, but then it was I wasn't scared anymore. And it was just like and it looked deformed mm-hmm. in the head. And I'm like, oh my God. Well, then once I looked at the cover of her book, mm-hmm. the deformity that I thought I was seeing was her hair. Wow. Right. And it was like, you came to visit me? Now I'm going to come to visit you. Wow. But that was all during that same time, Daddy. That was all around that. Monique is difficult and demanding. Mm-hmm. Monique is, you know, she's, she's ruined her career. This was all around that time. Mm-hmm. And it felt like
3: that woman's presence was saying, God damn it, keep standing. Well, nigga, when we was going up them stairs, it was almost as if them ladies was waiting on us because they was in there having a meeting, and it was like they was waiting on us to come in. And when you when you went in there, nobody could go past that threshold but you. Do you notice nobody else went in there? Mm. Nobody went past that threshold, but you. When you, because you was the only one that went inside the meeting. <laughs> it was like they were right. sitting in there, congregating, well, like, because they was having right a Bible
2: like study. study. I say right because you were I'm sure thinking about anything other than just come on in. They're observant of the situation. It's like, but it's a reason why you're the way that you are. It's a reason why certain things are invisible to you which would make some back up, you proceed forward because it's as if it's not there. Kind of like when you see a child who's oblivious to the fact of how big this dog is. All they know is doggy. And they go up and they play with it. And then the owner's looking for Max. And because they know Max is crazy. But then they see Max playing with this little child and they don't understand how come Max is so playful with the little child but is mean to everybody else because the child doesn't see Max as being a threat. Right. Okay? Now, somebody like me but then come and be like, I'm friends with the baby and we baby friends together. And then I see Max. Now he want to bite me and shit all on the back. (laughs) Okay? He want to bite me on the back. So, (laughs) and shit. Okay? So, it's like <laughs> you can do things. You can do things that some folks cause people be like Monique. You gonna say that to them? Now they deserve it. Don't get me wrong. But it's five of them with pistols. It's five of them with pistols. Well, who's this come up, Monique, are You okay? Is everything all right? Who? Where did that nigga come from? <laughs> where? Where did he come from? And that's something,
1: Daddy, that I cannot explain. Wow. Even when it comes to this man on my right, I can't explain it. I can't explain that kind of protection. Mm. I can't explain that kind of. Um, I remember, I, and I'm, I, and I know I told this story before so if y'all check back on the goddamn podcast and i said it i did because i'm a storyteller <laughs> but i remember one time my sister was dating this guy that owned a bar mm-hmm. right and he was into some 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 different things mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so one night <clears throat> we closing down now at this bar you can come in through the back door mm-hmm. and come in through the front door And then there was an upstairs tour. And there was no way you can come in upstairs, okay? But you could go upstairs. So it's me, my sister, and her friend. And we're closing down this bar. And when I tell you, y'all, people, men started coming from everywhere, through the back door, through the front door, and they started coming from downstairs. And I'm like... I don't know how the hell they're coming from downstairs unless they came from the roof because there's no way, and they were with guns drawn,
2: okay? Now. And they were not the police.
1: They were not. They were not, okay? They weren't from America because as I'm listening to them talk, I'm like, wait a minute. Shit is getting serious.
2: That is not French. That is mm-hmm. not Bulgarian. That sounds like that is where did that sound like that was from? Venezuela somewhere? <laughs> like the good That sound like Scarface. Like that right. sound like them,
1: like that that accent. Mm. Baby, it was I'm listen and I'm a kid. Mm. I'm a kid. One guy is at the door with his gun out. I mean, they have guns drawn. My sister talking shit. I'm like, are you insane? Now I can tell her friend he's he's terrified because they're they're serious. The guy at the door, we made eye contact. And I said, please, please just let me and my sister go. Could you please let us go? Now, I've never heard of a story where nobody walks away. Mm. Never. That man looked at me and unclicked that door and opened that door up. And I said to my sister, come on. I'm not going no motherfucking way. Okay then, I'm gonna tell mommy and daddy what happened <laughs> because I'm going some motherfucking way. I'm going out of here. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what made that man open that door. Wow. I don't because there were no masks. Right. I can I can see right. you.
3: Right.
1: We locked eyes and I said, please let me and my sister go. Click click. He opened that door up. So there's always been this kind of protection. Mm-hmm
2: protection babies
1: and fools
2: mm-hmm. babies and fools and you know I, I my my first experience was something that was a little strange um, that was unexpected was I may have been about five and I'm sitting on the steps with Brian and I'm sitting on the steps with, it's like two other, three other guys that's on the steps, and we kids. And they're a little bit older than I am. Brian's like two years older than I am. And they're sitting there chit-chatting. And there's a white gentleman that just seems as if he appeared from nowhere. And he's standing there looking, and like we're sitting on the steps of this apartment complex. And he just, as if he appears, but not startling, just, you know. And he says, is your name Sidney Eugene Hicks? And I said, yeah. Now, everybody called me Gene. He called me by my full name. And I said, yes. He said, I was there when you were born, and I was in the waiting room with your father. And I was like, oh, okay, like, I'm still not tripping about anything that he's saying. It's like my father knows a lot of people. And that was relatively it. I looked to Brian and he may have said a thing or two. And maybe about a second later I looked to Brian and I'm like, Did you hear this guy? He said my whole name. Like he, you know. And Brian said, What guy? And I'm like, this guy right. And there's nobody there. Now, they're not sitting next to me. They're sitting right behind me. So they're there to view everything that I'm viewing. But they don't see me having a conversation with somebody who's right there. I go home and ask his mother, who my father was seeing at the time, did my father ever tell you about some white man that was standing next to him that he would know me? And then it dawned on me, how would he know who I am from being a baby, and I'm five. Yeah. Oh. How could you know who I am? Wow? So I didn't I never knew what that meant, but what I did understand that there's some strange things that can happen mm. that you can't explain and people don't have the answers. And again, you can get signs. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like there's a stop sign up. As you're riding down the street for you to see, Mm -hmm. but for some reason you didn't see. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can be communicated to with through entities, Mm -hmm. people, and they are like that stop sign Mm -hmm. or go sign. And you could either see it or not see it. But based upon your ability to be open enough to 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 view it kind of dictates the decisions that you make. And it could potentially help you or could potentially hinder you until you keep seeing the signs again and again and again but at the end of the day it it's it goes into a realm of i can't explain that and sometimes it's not about explaining it sometimes it's about feeling it mm-hmm. and what are you going to do with those feelings to benefit your life
1: you know the other day was it yesterday
2: i don't know what you I was say.
1: laying across the bed and you were sitting in a chair mm-hmm. i'm just laying across the bed just as nice and out of nowhere one side of the bed goes down. And I said, Daddy, something is in the bed with me. And he was like, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, because that's normal.
1: Yeah, like it didn't. But I actually saw the bed. I saw it go down like as if somebody just sat down, like almost like, ooh, because it wasn't a hard down. It was just like a, mm-hmm. ooh, almost like right in my arms, just right there. and And it's not a... It's not a scary feeling. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost a feeling of it's all right.
2: It's like you're in the household, like kind of like when you are in a household and a fly may have gotten in and you're coexisting in your house with a fly, okay? (laughs) You're coexisting in your house with entities that you know, uh, flying through, doing what they're doing. And it's almost like at every once in a while, that interaction, it's as if sometimes they can just be passing through and you just happen to be there to see it. Or sometimes they show up with you in mind, wow. you know. Mm. And and I'll never forget when we were in California and I was sitting in the chair and Andrea was leaving out of the house, but she was walking and the back by the patio, and you could see her shadow walking by through the curtain. Well, next to her shadow was something maybe about two to three feet high that had no definitive shape to it. And I said, wait a minute, there's something behind Andre. Like, what is that? And nobody paid attention to me. It was as if I, I didn't say anything. It was like, oh, that ain't probably ain't nothing. She came back running in the house out of breath saying something was following me. I couldn't see it, but I could feel it. There was something behind me about like the size of a dog. Well, she couldn't see it with the naked eye, but apparently it cast a shadow because I could see the little thing behind her in the curtain. What was that? Running behind her right behind her and she came running back in the house like we had no contact with each other to know Mm -hmm. that i saw what she saw Mm -hmm. for me to say what Mm -hmm. i said Mm -hmm. so for her to come back running in and saying i could feel this thing which implies i couldn't see it Mm -hmm. but i know something was right there Mm -hmm. on me Mm -hmm. and in our household it's nothing for people to say i could feel something walking past against my leg yes like something rubbing against your leg so it's like I've seen a brown entity, if you will, or something, go through the back door of that same house, and we we had two dogs, Quincy and Bronco, and they were sitting there with me, and they looked at it, then looked back at me and said, did you see that? I said, I saw it. Did you see it? They was like, I saw it. Are you cool with it? I'm cool with it. Are you cool with it? Then we good.
1: Let's
2: go back to watching TV. Yes. Yeah.
1: And oh, every night around a certain time, though. About nine o'clock, would go it to the... Yep, every wow. night. It would go out the back door in our bedroom. Every night without fare. Until we just got used to it. We just got. It was almost like this is just what it is. Someone put daddy that they were dating this guy, and they felt like whenever they went to sleep, they were being choked. Now. Wait a minute. That's what they said. They was dating this guy, and whenever they went to sleep, they felt like they was being choked. That was not the spirit. That was his ass <laughs> choking Yeah, that's your different. ass. <laughs> there that's were different. no spirits involved, baby. Did the choking stop when y'all broke up? That's all I want to know. Did the choking go away when y'all broke up? Because if it did,
2: his ass was choking right. you. Right, and was he nearby?
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. Come on. Now. The clue is he's got you straddled with his wait. hands around your throat. Okay, wait a minute. That's him. No, baby. Okay. Remember, um, remember the entity. Ooh, remember that. The movie? Yes. I never saw it. I wasn't into scary movies, but oh, I remember baby. the title. Baby,
1: let me tell you something. This spirit was doing it to this woman. I mean. Oh, it, it, oh my! It was, if you're into rough sex, right? That thing right there will get you together.
2: Okay. Oh, wait a minute! If you was right, you if, pulling all on your blouse and shit, you like, mean, like you can warm, like, bad. right? Goddamn, right she's reflecting
1: on this goddamn demon now. What's That's why on? I say if you went to that. Okay. But yeah, that thing would just get her out of nowhere.
3: Mm.
1: I mean, yeah, it would get it would get in front of it would just get her, yeah. So we're talking about supernatural.
2: Supernatural or strange things.
1: And what's really strange?
2: You know, but what's supernatural? You know, here's something that happens naturally, but they're saying it's super. Mm. Like, Mm. what is that? This is natural, but it's supernatural. And I guess what makes it supernatural is that our little understanding of it is so small that it becomes super because it probably is simply just natural. Come on then. Then that's it. As opposed to being supernatural. We make it supernatural it's because mm. because of our limitations, mm-hmm. you know. Wow. But if we better understood again, we were talking about it before uh last week that we as people have a tendency of believing that our definition is the end-all, the be-all of whatever given topic it is, only to find out that we don't know the insides and outs of everything despite the fact that we may have studied. It's like people saying cats don't see in color. They see in black and white. How the hell do you know a goddamn cat sees in black and white? Well, because, like, look, how do you know that the black hole, nothing can get out of it? Then you see recently there are pictures of light escaping a black hole well they said it was impossible just like they said that uh uh, pluto was the furthest planet away from earth now they call it a white dwarf what is it is it a white dwarf is it a planet what the what is it you know but it's our limited understanding of things that make us define it and that's why we say strange that's why we say supernatural but these are probably natural occurrences that don't get observed with a great degree of frequency, and with the degree of frequency in which they get observed, that may be great, they don't get discussed with a great degree mm. of frequency. There's a lot of more things that have been seen than they have that have been talked about. Mm-hmm. And you gotta think about that. There's a lot of things that have been seen that have never been discussed. Come on. When you start discussing the things that you've seen, you'd be shocked. About the discussions we would begin to have, but then I begin—I believe the world would be a different place when we start letting folks know it's okay to share what it is that you've seen. And when people say, I don't believe that shit, you say, Listen, I can understand because I ain't believe that shit when I saw it either. Because <laughs> to see my punk ass ducking dunk- because there's two UFOs. <laughs> my last. punk ass ducking. Okay, I'm a grown ass man and I have pride and all of that. But I want to say to the listening community, my punk ass was ducking down. God damn it. And I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> ducking down. I saw him. Asking myself, is this some, really some shit coming down from the sky that's got my ass ducking? <laughs> so someone says, is that supernatural? <laughs> or is that something that is just strange? Or is it just, again, the same way in which we like to watch uh, uh, from afar using drones and we're looking at animals and we take them and we tag them and we shoot them up yeah. we, we knock them out then we release them back into captivity sounds a lot like when old Barney and his wife got abducted the first couple that got abducted they stack them up they, they examine them then they let their ass go hmm. then you find people that got little pieces of metal that is not the the dynamics of it are not Earth. There's no substance on earth like it. And you're like, well, what is this that happens to be in them? And they said they were abducted. What is that? You know, Daddy, I'm going to tell you something. Tell me something.
1: If they ever come get us, okay, they're going to have a problem with me
2: because I'm going to talk so goddamn
1: much. (laughs) I'm going to talk so much. So goddamn much. I'm gonna talk all the way through the examination. I'm talking all the way on the ride. I'm talking so
2: goddamn. I'm talking through it. I'm talking through it. But you're gonna be talking through that shit in your mind because I believe they got the power to shut our asses <laughs> the fuck up. They will shut you up. They be looking at you. Everybody has a report, they don't be saying, they were saying this. They were saying that. <laughs> they was like, they was looking at me, but I knew what they were saying, but their mouth wasn't moving because they really didn't have much of a mouth, but their ears was big as a mother. When you have ears that big, you ain't got to say shit. They know I, you love them or you don't. Yeah, okay? I knew what they were saying. Okay. What they were saying was they wanted me to be quiet. Right. And that's not what I was going to do. Right. Baby, I'm up here trying to talk to my goddamn live. Right. And you gonna get us jammed up? They was gonna let us go, baby. You up there running your mouth to the damn aliens and shit? Now where are we?
1: We're friendly with them. Okay. They dropping us back
2: off. I ain't got stuck with nothing. Right. Huh? Right. Now. Right. (laughs) Okay. But my ass, on the other hand, got bit all up by Max by the damn dog, and now the aliens are sticking me up too. Baby. Get me. They be done stuck me all up. <laughs> Man, you done came back. You sitting there. You should have talked to him. You should have talked to him. You should have, have said something. Because you so. Baby, them. I was scared. You see me ducking down from it. Shit. Now they got us. They know. Come on. I got us released. That's right. <laughs> okay, baby. We're talking about supernatural. Supernatural.
1: Supernatural and strange experiences. Have you had it? How you feel about it? Somebody said freaky. Is it?
2: Or is it just what it is? I mean, it could be freaky because, again, if these the we live in a world, what do we talk about on a daily basis? Each other. They said Jesus is coming. Okay. Oh, well, he's been on his way for a long ass time. Okay, and someone could say that if he really lives, he's living in you all the time. Say so it. If, Jesus is always here. Mm. If you believe it, then Jesus is in you. Okay, that's what. I believe. So whatever it is that you believe, whoever it is that you pray, it's giving you that gift inside. So it's always with you. Cause I just wonder if sometimes when you hear people say when you have a problem given to Jesus, sometimes Jesus saying, I'm gonna give you that shit right on back because I gave you <laughs> what you need to get through this situation. Call on yourself. Now go on.
3: Understand that concept. A part of it. Give it to Jesus. Come on. Give it. Give it. We need. We hungry.
2: That's what's up.
1: (laughs) Right? They say Jesus will provide. I know. He did. I know. But tonight, (laughs) tonight, we need some bread and bologna and cheese for these children.
2: And Jesus provided you with the intelligence to go about getting it. Yes. So the fact that you are blessed enough to have that will allow you to go about getting it done. Because, you know, I believe based upon the amount of individuals that believe, there's a lot that are calling on them. And how do you answer all those calls? You probably insert the necessary things needed in that person for them to fulfill their own destiny with the usage of the spirit of whoever you are. And they say... And again, we've come from DNA, from beings, from somewhere else. Well, you know, God, they say Jesus is God's only begotten son. I, for a long time, did not know what begotten meant. <laughs> and may I say something? What? I, I still, still don't. don't. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what is begotten? What is begotten? What is it? I'm assuming. What's it's begotten? A, I'm, okay. A, it, it would almost. Born a, of God. That's right? his only
3: child. Right. is child born of
2: Him. Which implies, which implies if it's born of God, <laughs> <talking to> me. <laughs> if it's born of God, that would imply that that is the semen of God that was inserted what? into. Well, it, how if we it's go? of God, how do we get here? If you inserted in Mary, wasn't it Mary that had him? Yes. OK. Yes. How could Mary hold this child if it wasn't through semen? Mm. If it's the child of God. How she do it? So would that not be? Is that supernatural? Is it biblical? Or is that artificial insemination? Well, I would
3: think I would say... of an artificial insemination situation. They don't want Murray to have gotten none. Right.
1: Murray got that baby.
3: <laughs>
1: Look, i Tommy, looking at me like, we're going to say it. Go day. say it. Guys, Get that I, baby. Like oh, Everybody
3: else know, got I, it. I, I, I was young having these questions. And I was like, wait a minute. Now you're going to sit here and just... Okay, I'm not gonna get angry, but I just because that that's it's messing you up. Yes, <laughs> because you keep telling me that this woman and I know that I'm probably gonna be disturbing a lot of people that are holding on to that. But that lady, fuck for that man. Mm. Okay. Well, come on, then let me take my glasses off. But listen, she may not I have. have. <laughs> Okay, she may so, not have. Okay, so is this the supernatural thing that we're talking about? Or because is it
2: artificial insemination? Because they said that an angel you know, came and, to her and told her and that she was going like, to be pregnant, right? Was that it? Now, you you can't ask a heathen to quote a scripture <laughs> correctly. She was called the Virgin Mary. Right. right. Oh, she, so so was she was the virgin. She's, she's the so. Virgin Mary. So, But didn't an angel or something come and let her know, listen... This is going to be your situation, so I don't want you to trip when you get pregnant because ain't nothing happened to you, but we got you. Well, do you know there are stories? Oh, well, people have done this for real. There are stories outside of that where allegedly Mm -hmm. there are beings from other places that have impregnated women, and then when it was time to to come, they would come and take that child from them because... They're allegedly, in quotes, supposed to be this hybrid being of people because you got to understand at one time it's documented by man, doesn't know, make it true, but there were several species of beings mm-hmm. on earth at one time. Mm-hmm. One of them being the Cro-Magnon, one mm-hmm. of them being the, uh, uh, what was Fred Flintstone consider he, Cro- he was a Cro-Magnon I mean, man. Right, he was a Neanderthal. Mm-hmm. So. Neanderthal chromatic, how do you get different species when you're looking at one group of people right now, allegedly? The immaculate Immaculate conception. conception. So it's like, Mm -hmm. was it an immaculate conception or was it simply artificial insemination? Because if you were to tell somebody back in the day about the same dynamic happening before there was this technology, it would seem as if it was supernatural. Supernatural. But now we understand that we have this technology. Again, it's not so supernatural. When we look at what we're trying to do when we're going to Mars mm-hmm. and we're trying to colonize it, what happened when we got to America? They formed the what? 13 colonies? Okay. Yeah. Hey, it's about colonization. So. What happens? Would one species come and open themselves up to form life in a new place? Why would they do that? These are the questions that we ask ourselves. Come on, Dad. The, <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> so, again, <laughs> we don't know. But that's the reason why we have these conversations. Mama.
1: Yes, Daddy.
2: I'm so glad we had this time together.
1: Me too
2: take us on home.
1: Listen, we want to thank y'all for joining us. Um, Again, we really believe these conversations are eye-opening, life-changing, and life-saving, if you allow it to be. And just fun to talk about. And just fun to talk about. So we want to thank y'all for joining us today. Very much. Do you believe in the supernatural and strange experiences? And don't forget, um, May the 6th, we will be at the Apollo in Harlem, New York, the pre-Mother's Day show it's going down baby can't wait to see y'all we love y'all thank you for tuning in to Monique and Sydney's open relationship I'm Monique
2: and I'm Sydney
1: and remember the mind is like a parachute
2: it's no good unless it's open
1: we love y'all
2: for free